The Sierra Nevada is very important to us in Southern California um, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, first of all, it's a place we all enjoy going and, and it's an ecological treasure, um, home to four national parks. But um, maybe more consequentially for our, our own everyday lives, it's um, the, um, the site of about 60% of California's water resources. And we in Southern California get the majority of our water from the Sierra Nevada. We've been doing a project over the past three years looking at climate change impacts on the Sierra Nevada. The most important finding um, with respect to water resources is a very large loss in snowpack in the Sierra Nevada um, under a business as usual emission scenario. We have about roughly two thirds of a loss of snowpack in the Sierra Nevada by the, by the end of the century. That will have very large consequences for the timing of runoff and our ability to store water for uh, human purposes. Well, we got um, about twice as much uh, precipitation as normal, but we only got about 50% um, more snowpack than normal. And um, that is primarily due to the fact that it's been warmer um, in the past year. And if we look further into the um, rest of the century, we see this same pattern repeating itself. The snowpack is, um, is much of the snowpack is lost and much more of the precipitation comes as rain rather than snow and the snow melts earlier. What can we do about climate change? The, that's, a, that's a very multifaceted question. I personally have um, am a big believer in getting on a path to sustainability. Um, and there are, are many different things that you can do in your own life to adopt sustainability practices. It might be um, buying an electric car, it might be um, native landscaping, it might be composting, it might be adopting a primarily um, plant-based diet. There are many things that um, can be done to begin to address climate change, and I think um, what we have to do is get on a path where we slowly transform our lives in a way that's sustainable. I think we shouldn't beat ourselves up for not solving the problem immediately. I think that we have to take steps, and they're all, they all require thought, and, um, and, and, and they require some deliberation, so we should proceed carefully. But, the key is to get on a path and, and start that process. The next steps for our research group are to look at how climate change will affect extreme events. Um, one thing that we hear over and over from, um, uh, from the public and from, from um, policymakers in California is that we need to understand better how climate change will impact um, extreme precipitation and also extremes in drought. And that is the thing that we're going to be focused on over the next couple of years. Whenever there's an extreme event, we always are confronted with the question what the role of climate change is in it. And what we always look at is whether the probability of those types of events is elevated due to a changing climate. Um, and with many extreme events, extreme heat events, um, we can say that um, climate change has made them much more likely. And in some cases, it's so much more likely that they almost would not have happened without climate change. Other events, the probability is, is, is somewhat elevated and we have to take a risk-based approach to managing those, uh, those future potentialities. And to learn more about our work, um, you can uh, visit our website, which is um, ios.ucla.edu slash climate.